welcome to the Photography Q&A podcast. Hey, how's it going? I'm Andy Jones and this is episode 45 of the Photography Q&A podcast. Before I get started with this week's question, I've got a little story. Last week I was chatting with a local photographer. She shoots uh, landscapes, but she does it just for fun. But when I complimented her on her work, she said it wasn't very good. The fact is the photos were really good, and I mean really, really good, and she could easily sell them, no problem. But she doesn't post on Facebook, Instagram, anything really. Just the odd time on Facebook if someone asks, because she doesn't think they're good enough. They're not a good enough standard, which is crazy. Like it's, You see some pictures out there, they get so many compliments. Some of them are not the best pictures. Some of mine are not the best pictures, but people compliment and I like it. It's a real, it's just a shame that she feels this way. So here's how I look at it. We're all at different levels, beginners to experts. Just because you've been shooting 20 years doesn't mean you're a good photographer. And likewise, if you've only been shooting six months, it doesn't mean that you're not a good photographer. I've seen some people just realize how to get an exposure and their ideas that they come up with are way beyond I've, I could even think of. So we all learn it like we all learn at different speeds and attain different levels of skill. We're not all on the same path. We're not all going to get as good as the next guy. You're not going to do it as quick or, you know, it's so varied. Just remember this. Every expert was once a beginner. So there's nothing wrong with showing your photos to the world and use the feedback to improve if you need to improve. Don't spend another minute thinking you're not good enough. So just remember, every expert was once a beginner, and don't worry about showing people your pictures. The more we show, the better we all get. Okay, so this week's question is, how do you shoot a silhouette? The simple answer is to shoot your subject directly in front of the light source. You want the outline of the subject's body to be as sharp as possible and you want it to be black, dark, or well, you don't want any detail in it. The idea with the silhouette is that it's blacked out and you just see the outline of someone. Just because you decided to stand Uncle Bob on top of a hilltop, it doesn't mean it's going to work. Your camera is going to try its hardest to try and expose him properly, and it's your job to make sure that that doesn't happen. If you've seen any of my sunsets that I take out the back, over the back field of the farm, you'll notice that some of them, the sun is not disappearing behind the horizon it's five to ten minutes before the sun goes down the horizon though in my images is silhouetted but the sun hasn't disappeared yet so really the foreground and parts of the farm should and all the trees should have color in them and shouldn't be silhouetted this is the same technique you're going to use on uncle bob remember he's still on top of the hilltop waiting for you to capture his athletic body so what you need to do is shoot in manual mode then set the camera up for a normal exposure by balancing your light meter like you would any time in manual mode. When you take the photo, you're going to see detail on Uncle Bob where you didn't want to see it, which is mainly on his body. You don't want the detail there. You need that to be black. So to correct this, you're going to stop down. This photography term means that you're going to change the aperture setting to a higher F number. The higher F number is going to make your aperture in the lens smaller and let less light in. This will make Uncle Bob's silhouette a lot darker and it will also reduce the brightness behind him a little. So start by stopping down one stop. Now that is normally three clicks on the dial. I'm not sure if there's any that it's not three clicks, but it is three clicks on the dial normally. 
Uh, if you're shooting at f5.6, then you're going to set it to f8. That's one stop. If you don't want to change your aperture setting, you could also speed up your shutter speed to do, get the same effect. An example of that is if it's already set at 125, change it to 250, and that will half the amount of light coming in through the lens. So how do you shoot a silhouette? Simple. You put your subject between you and the light source, and like I said, it doesn't have to be the sun. It could be a flash, could be a, a table lamp, anything that's giving most light. Then you expose normally and you balance the light meter. Next, you're going to stop down and you're going to reduce the amount of light that's coming in. Look on the back of your LCD and see what the result looks like. That's it. It's easy. Nothing to it. Okay, so new last week I started talking about a little bit of news. So I'm going to pop some more in now. So there is a, a rumor going around that Canon... Now, I'm sorry, I apologize to all the Nikon, Sony... Olympus, Panasonic, whatever you shoot. I apologize, it's Canon again, but it's the best story I could find. Next week, I promise I'll choose a different manufacturer. So this rumor is that Canon is working on a mirrorless replacement for its 1DX. Now the 1DX is the 1DX Mark III. It's Canon's top of the range pro camera. It's a DSLR. Now the cost, I don't know what they charge for them now. It must be seven or $8,000. It's ridiculous, but they are incredible. These are rumours. Take it with a pinch of salt. They're saying that it's going to have 85 megapixel, which is doable nowadays. Sony are going their next one, I think, is 105. So 85 is a reasonable amount. It's, a, you know, it's what's expected nowadays. And it's got a burst rate of 20 frames per second. A burst rate of 20 frames per second at 85 megapixels. So you'll get 20 pictures in one second at 85 megapixels each. Or you can crop the sensor down to 21 megapixels and shoot at 40 frames per second, which I don't know why you would want that. I'm sure there's something that you could use it for, which would be incredible, but that's a lot of images in one second. Next, they're going to do in-body image stabilization that gives nine stops. Now, that's a massive amount, a huge amount. I'm going to cover it in a second, don't worry. It's also predicted to have an ISO sensitivity of 1.6 million. Yes, I do have my little finger up to the corner of my mouth as I'm saying it. 1.6 million ISO. First off, we've got the 85 megapixels. This is huge. It makes me, I, I just want it just for that. I'll, I would take up landscape photography and take capture one good image every month if I could have a camera that 85 megapixels. The 20 pictures a second is crazy good the 40 is just wild you know after that on the 85 megapixels i really want this now the nine stops of image stabilization that means i think it means that if you're shooting and you're getting a little bit of shake it will help you stop shaking it won't it won't give you a shaky image a blurry image for nine stops so just say that you needed to shoot at 500th of a second to stop camera shake some people might have that problem. That can be a thing. But at 500th of a second, that's quite a fast shutter speed. Well, it's a really fast shutter speed. That means that if you want to go down a little bit, you could go down as far as one second shutter speed because one second to one 500th of a second is nine stops of light. Now, if, if you're out there and you're an expert or you work at one of the camera shops and I'm describing it wrong, please tell me. But that's crazy. The difference between 500th of a second and a second, you know, that's just, that's, it's just, it's blowing my mind that. That's crazy amount of stops and that's in body, not in the lens like, like uh, the older style cameras had. Now, if this is true, 
I might go into debt to buy this. Okay, not I won't go into debt. I might go into more debt to buy it. That's what I meant to say. The ISO at 1.6 million. Again, my fingers in the corner of my mouth. I can't see how you could have any grain in your images. Like if you were shooting at, I don't know, like 100,000 ISO. If it goes up to 1.6 million, then you won't get any, there just won't be any grain in your images. It'd be great. So basically, I'm, as soon as this comes out, I might sign up. I might. I'll report back if I do. Like if anyone out there is just starting out, if you've only been shooting, say, a year, this is an incredible time for camera technology. It is just going faster and faster. I can't imagine what it's going to be like in another 10 years. It's going to be amazing. So, like I said before, next week I promise I will find something on a different brand, probably Nikon or Sony. Okay, that's it for this week. Remember, every expert was once a beginner. And get your images out there and show them off. Don't hide them and say they're not good enough. It's not even worth having a camera if you're not showing anyone anything. So, Anyway, I'll stop ranting on. I'll talk to you next week. All right, bye.